welcome to the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and this is episode 28. Welcome back, guys. I am so happy to be here recording for you another episode of Abracadabra. I thought I would just firstly touch base because I know that there are a lot of new listeners um, since I came back from my little hiatus. Um, the podcast really grew um, a lot come April um, and into May and so I just wanted to quickly say hi and let you know that if you're new here what we do is really look at universal lessons and look at them one universal lesson at a time. Um, I'm an astrologer, an empowerment astrologer and a self-discovery mentor. I'm a modern mystic and I'm really here to help you cultivate more self-awareness through the ways in which truly helped me. Um, Self-awareness is something that I feel to be really the most important part whenever it comes to our soul development, personal development, our authenticity, our happiness and our true joy. It really cannot be attained unless we have a deep sense of self-awareness and really cultivate and I guess nurture that relationship that we have to ourselves. So this podcast is really here to guide you and uh, for me to help you and teach you the ways in which I know to be true, which was really by melding mysticism and practical, pragmatic tools together. Um, I really believe that the secret source is by looking at both of these things and both these modalities together. So that's what I do here. Um, So this week, I want to welcome us into cancer season. Um, As an astrologer, I have found to... I found that working with the seasons of astrology throughout the year has been so beneficial to my relationship to myself, but also my own personal soul development and my self-discovery journey. So really working with these energies um, seasonally is something that can be really powerful because I feel like when we do, we really work with the energetics of the universe Um, And when we tap into these, like all of these energies in the zodiac really represent different things. And so it allows us to really tap into kind of the wholeness of ourselves. Um, A common misconception, you know, whenever I look at natal chart astrology, which is what I do, um, is that, you know, if we have like empty houses or, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, water energy or a lot of fire energy or whatever it is, um, what I sometimes think that we tend to forget and what maybe isn't spoken about enough is that we actually have the whole zodiac in our charts. Um, that's why the whole natal chart is made up of all the zodiac. So it's really about kind of tapping into all the facets of ourselves and doing that um, and really providing ourselves, you know, that four weeks to really go within one energy. So this week we're going to be talking about cancer energy. I'm going to give you a breakdown of what that all means and, um, how that can pertain to you and your chart. Um, I do these uh, seasonally as well. So we've just entered into uh, cancer season and I'm so excited to dive in and give you all of the goss on cancer energy. If you do enjoy this podcast, make sure that you subscribe, um, rate and review us. That's 
really, really helpful. Um, and if you feel called, make sure that you share this with someone um, that you feel as though it may serve and help. Um, it's important to follow that because that's the universe speaking through you. Okay, let's get into it and let's talk all about cancer season. Alright, so let's talk about cancer energy. So cancer is the very first water sign and water rules our emotions and our emotional body. It rules our feelings. So it's a very feminine placement. Cancer is ruled by the moon. And so I'm going to get into this in a little, in a little bit, but um, I guess one of the big qualities that a lot of people hear and see um, around cancer is um, that it's moody. And the reason why people think that is because it is ruled by the moon. Um, if we think of the moon as its ruler, the moon changes signs every two and a half to three days. So if their ruler is actually moving so quickly into signs, that is why um, cancer energy can be seen as moody and is described as moody because it totally is. And I guess that's its superpower at the end of the day. The ability to really tap into emotion and a lot of different emotions is something that cancer energy really upholds. And so when we start to look at cancer energy, we can begin to see that there is a lot of sensitivity around cancerian energy. The sensitivity and the protectiveness in which cancer uh, represents is really shown in the archetype in which cancer um, is shown through, which is the crab. If we think of that really hard exterior, that really soft interior, that is exactly what cancer and cancerian energy is all about. You know, that protective nature, that um, almost feisty, you can kind of, um, they, they tend to have this sort of barrier up around their emotions. They can come off very, very strong. Um, but on the inside, the waters run really deep and that softness and that nurturance is something that Cancerian energy really um, embodies. It also really represents the home. And this is another way we can kind of see um, the archetype of the crab really playing out because who we are when we're out in the world can sometimes be very different to who we are when we're at home. And that's totally normal. That's actually probably healthy um, to have a space that when we come home, we get to kind of relax and rest and exhale. Um, but Cancerian energy really talks about the home and um, like our close family, particularly our mother. It has a very um, strong connection to mother energy. Um, and as I said, this is something that comes out in the way that cancer uh, expresses itself. You know, that nurturance, that protectiveness, that um, sense of strength, that feminine strength is really cancerian and it can be so beautifully expressed when it's in illumination. You know, the home is something, and I guess the home is a place where we really get to rest and recuperate. And so rest and recuperation is something that Cancerian energy really craves because it is so motivated by feelings and by emotions and by the way that we um, express our heart. Um, it is very important during cancer season to really evaluate our relationships to our um, 
to our family, I think, for sure, the relationship to our home, but also the emotional connection that we have with self. I think that when it comes to cancer energy, it's something that we don't really touch on too much in astrology. But when I look at it from like a transit perspective and essentially looking at the fact, well, the sun is illuminating cancer right now. That's what makes the sun in cancer. That's what makes it cancer season. So really understanding that this is a time to really think about how do I feel about myself? How do I, what is my emotional connection to myself? Am I nurturing myself? A really simple question is like, am I mothering myself? Do I mother myself? Um, Am I mothering myself in the way in which I require right now? Because that's the beautiful thing about mother and mother energy and cancerian energy, which can be very interchangeable. It really talks about and really wants us to mother ourselves. And so a mother doesn't give you know, when we think about mother energy, it's not about, it's about doing what is right for you, for sure. But there is this sense of nurturance, you know, and when we think about nurturance, it's really about watering what it is that we truly need right now. You know, it's really about, you know, where do I need to inject a little bit of love? And I think looking at where we are emotionally reacting can be really, really powerful. So for example, I'll, I'll let you guys in on kind of what I'm walking through right now with this cancer season. I'm realizing that nurturing myself around work and work-life balance is something that my soul is absolutely crying out for. And Thank God that it's cancer season and my consciousness is now coming into really looking at how am I balancing and not even so much balancing, but really nurturing myself and my feminine. How am I mothering myself right now to really begin to provide what it is that I require on an emotional level from myself? Not so much what is it on an emotional level that your relationships are serving you or um, you know, your, your family or your friends. It's not so much about that. It's more about how am I giving to myself so that I am feeling nurtured. And also one other thing I want to touch on is like the femininity of Cancerian energy. Cancer is a very feminine energy. It's ruled by the moon, you know, um, the moon is the most feminine, maybe not the most because Venus is pretty feminine too, obviously, but the moon is a very feminine placement. It's a very feminine energy, sorry. And really understanding that, you know, that this time is a place and space for us to connect to our femininity. I really implore you to ask yourself, and I've been asking myself this question. I actually had a session um, with my Reiki, um, Maddie. Uh, She's amazing. And I've been working with her for a month, um, um, doing Reiki every single week with her just to really tap into my own energetics and get really, I guess, in in harmony and peace with with what's going on um, in the world, in my life. And it came up um, in our session about really connecting to femininity and understanding that where do I feel feminine? And I would love for you to ask yourselves this question. 
where is it in your life or even who is it that you're around where you get to sit in your feminine? For me, it's in my relationship. I feel so feminine in my relationship and that's amazing because that's something I've really struggled with in my life is connecting to my feminine. But understanding that that may not, whilst that's beautiful and great, I can't, I I, I don't want to place the power of me connecting to my feminine into any other space or person or relationship other than the one with myself. Because then, you know, if I do that or if I lean too much into that, then, you know, if that person leaves, if that person, um, you know, isn't around, then I may feel as though I can't connect to my feminine or that that connection to my feminine is disconnected. So really for me, working on my connection to my feminine and how I can invoke femininity when I'm alone and to only rely on myself and to really come into my own feminine energy um, by doing and creating practices around that um, is something that I'm going to be working through uh, during this cancer season is really how can I invoke and feel feminine myself? How can I do that as a lone wolf? You know, and that way I can really enjoy Um, the feminine energy that I do experience within my relationship and that is only going to make that even more joyful. So I'll leave you with that on on cancer energy and I guess what I will say is if that's really calling to you, um, maybe that is something that you can look at during during this cancer season. You know, um, whatever's kind of coming up for you right now as you're listening to this Um, as it pertains to nurturance and sensitivity and feelings and emotions, you know, cancer wants us to look, look at this. It wants us to swim in these waters. And so I really encourage you and I invite you to sit in Cancerian energy and really look at how it is that you feel, you know, who are you protecting? What are you protecting? How are you nurturing yourself? Who who do you nurture? Who do you give to? Who how do you receive as well? You know, really looking at this from an emotional perspective is something that we can do. Um, if I'm going to give you some practical and pragmatic tools and I guess actionable steps, um, with everything in retrograde right now, I don't really want you going out and like, I don't know, like. It, it does. It's not so much about taking a lot of action, but it is about putting yourself in a space in which you can receive feminine energy and nurturance. Yeah. So it's not so much about doing the work right now and like, you know, putting all the systems in place and taking action. It's not not necessarily that sort of more masculine energy. I really would love for you to tap into the more feminine energy and think about how can I receive feminine energy right now where can I put myself who can I who can I be around to really begin to receive that because I feel like that really helps with also the all the other trends that we've got got going on right now which is a lot a lot of retrograde energy I did a whole um, Instagram live which you can catch on my IGTV all about retrograde energy the current um 
cancer transits that's happening, we're going through a very powerful time astrologically. Um, we have currently six planets, or actually five, because Venus just went direct. Thank God, happy about that, um, that it's just gone direct. And uh, yeah, so if, you, if you're intrigued by that and uh, kind of feeling a little bit stagnant right now, and that's um, bringing you a little bit of friction internally, then go and check out that IG Live um, it's on my Instagram, which is at jazzbori. Um, follow me too whilst you're there if you're, if you're not already. Um, but you can check that out because that was really, really helpful for a lot of people. And there's a little bit of a cancer ritual in there as well. Um, so I, I feel like that feels really good when it comes to a bit of a breakdown on what's going on right now and what I would advise everybody to do. Um, oh, I guess what I will say is that... Um, one way that you totally can get in contact with your feminine energy is really by attending the women's circles that I hold. This month I'm doing it around cancer energy. We're addressing mother energy. Um, and, you know, I'm going to have the special guest, which is my my own mum. She's going to come on and, and talk to us about, you know, what it is to be a mother and really understanding mothering energy. We're going to talk about our relationship, but this isn't just about our relationships to our mothers or our relationships to our children. It's really for women in general because mothering is something that we all do, whether that be through business, whether that be a pet, whatever it is, we all mother innately. It's something that is part of our feminine nature. It's part of femininity in general. And so really diving into you know, the things that we birth and that we mother every single day and really the connections to that and allowing any emotions that surround that to really come up so that they can release. Um, we can exhale that and really inhale something new and something that serves us. So um, if you're feeling kind of disconnected or overwhelmed or unseen or unheard right now around the energy of, you know, birthing something, creating something, um, anything to do with the word mother as a, as, as a female, um, then definitely come and uh, sit in circle with us. I would love to have you there. I'll put all the links down in the description. Um, it's only $22 to come and sit in circle. Um, and it really allows you that space to really step into your divine feminine, allow space for your own emotions and um, to really get intentional about actually, you know, showing up for yourself and, and uh, creating space and really connecting with yourself and with women um, on a deeper level. So I would love to see you there. Now, before I go, I am going to do a quick little card pull for you guys. Um, I really wanted to ask the cards just to give us a little bit of guidance um, around cancer season um, and what we can expect. And I guess not so much what we can expect, but maybe just like something for us to think about and something for us to tap into um, and just some words of wisdom. I think that as I'm shuffling, like if you're new to tarot or you don't really know how it works, you know, tarot isn't really a fortune telling tool. It's more just um, a guide from subconscious, from source, from universal energy that really like helps us um, move forward. So whenever I talk to the cards and I guess ask the cards anything, I'm always asking like, what is it that we are required to know what would be helpful for us as we move through Cancerian energy um, and what is going to really help us be in service to ourselves and in service to others 
um, as we move through cancer season. So let's see what we pulled here. Princess of Wands. Very fiery energy. Okay, let's have a look. So I'm also reading from uh, the book uh, Mirror of the Soul it's by Gerd Ziegler. Um, this is my Bible when it comes to uh, when it comes to tarot. I just feel like the descriptions of the cards are so beautiful and it also gives us indications and questions and suggestions and affirmations for each card. So that can really be really beautiful too. And it also helps with my Gemini energy because sometimes, particularly when I'm pulling tarot, I can kind of go into this like very intuitive, like channeling state. And then I end up talking for like an hour about one card and I find it hard to really stay focused when I'm doing tarot so this book really grounds me and brings me back to reality so I'm going to read this out for you guys it's a short one so uh, keywords is the earthy aspect of fire being freed from fear new beginnings optimism and increased perception the fear is conquered the princess of wands naked open and unprotected she has van has vanquished the tiger of fear her staff bears the symbol of the sun the feathers on her head indicate her increased perception and sense of justice when, which she has gained by overcoming her fear. She dances her ecstatic dance in a huge flame. Beside her, and on an altar ornamented with a ram's head of fire of spring, new beginnings burn high. The fiery, the fiery red background symbolizes passion, vitality, and flaming energy. When fear disappears, undreamed of springs of undreamed of spring undreamed of springs of enthusiasm and joy bubbled up revitalizing our lives our self-limiting fears the tiger's corpse can be buried and forgotten so to kind of wrap up the princess of wands in a nutshell it's really about overcoming fear so if there is any emotion or any the fear of the fear of emotions or the emotion fear is coming up for you really look into that and understand that you there is nothing to be afraid of anymore I think the princess of wands really reminds us that fear is a frame of mind fear is just um I always say that like excuses are just fear um fear being uh, flowed through our conscious it's how we um, verbalize our fear sometimes is just through our um, excuses and so really understanding that like our self-limiting fears can be buried and forgotten that's literally what this says here it's like it's time for us to really bury these fears and really move forward um, so like I said earlier, really putting yourself in a space where you can nurture, where you can receive love, where you can receive nurturance, um, that can be really powerful. And um, yeah, this is actually really showing us that there is a sense of vitality and um, energy that comes from really burying and living free of ensnarements, free of fear. So the indication is your old fears have lost their power. Their dead remains cannot frighten you any longer. Reflect now on your greatest strengths. And the question is, what's the next step in your life? Find it fearlessly. So I think really tapping into your emotions to feel that um, and really letting those any sort of fears surface and 
come out, whether that be through journaling or crying or coming to a women's circle or whatever it is, just really allowing that to let release so that you can really walk fearlessly into the next step of your life. Suggestion, learn about ways of transforming fearful feelings. Get involved, for example, in dance, trance work or ecstatic forms of meditation. Literally kind of what I just said. And um, affirmation, my great strength is, and you fill in the blank there. So my great strength is, as I accept my fear, it transforms into love. Oh my God, I love that. My great strength is, as I accept my fear, it's, it is transformed into love. Love that from the Princess of Wands. So that was really powerful, guys. Um, the other thing that was really coming up for me that I wanted to say about that card is when the suggestion says, you know, get involved um, in transforming fearful feelings, I think movement is a really great way to do that. And I always find that, like, dancing or um, just, like, moving to music can be a really beautiful way to do that. Um, so chuck on all those sad songs and, and do your thing if that really calls to you. But I think also um, I have a playlist called Freely Feminine and I'll, I'll link that down in the description so you can go and listen to that. Um, maybe use that, um, put one of those songs on, whatever one kind of calls to you and, and kind of dance out the feelings and just move, let your body move in like a feminine way and really tap into that sort of energy if you are having a lot of stuff come up around fear. Um, I know I definitely am, uh, for sure. And I didn't really think of that as being a way to, uh, release that fear. And I'm definitely going to go and do that. So I'd love for you to join me in doing that too. So thank you so much for, for listening to God. Oh my God. Can't even speak. Thank you so much for listening today, babes. I have loved recording this episode for you. I'm loving podcasting again um, and it's just such a joy to be able to sit here in a space of uh, service um, and really deliver uh, service and, and, and all the things that I know to be true and that have really helped me and to really make things a little bit more accessible for you so that you can kind of navigate your own emotions and really discover yourself on a deep level. I love doing this and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Um, so if you have liked it, make sure that you um, are following us on Instagram at Abracadabra Podcast. Follow me at Jazzbori um, on Instagram and this has been beautiful and I'm sending you so much Kinserian love and if you want to come to the Women's Circle, go and do that. I would love, love, love to see you there. It's going to be powerful. It always is. Um, and that's it. I love you guys so much. This is Abracadabra. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and I will see you in the next episode. My life is on the move. Got a lot of shit I'm going through. I found love and now it is being removed. Snatch it back out your hand Put it back in my body, yeah Now is the time To take what is mine Allow myself to heal Allow myself to feel